the number one station in the streets. 94.9, the city. Hey, worship boy, Chicka Boom, coming to you live right here at 94.9, the city, Fort Myers, Florida. Welcome to the Boombox. Real topics, real people, real conversations. Today, I have a dope guest in the building today. My boy, my friend, my fellow entrepreneur, hustler, go-getter, Seth Hayes. What up, Seth? What's going on, my brother? Yo, what's up, Boom? Thanks for having me on the show, man. Nah, man. Thanks for being here, brother. I mean, I know you're a very busy person. I know you got a lot going on, man. So for you taking that time out of your schedule to come and being on the show, it's a, it's a real honor, my brother. Um, I want to talk to you, man, because and I wanted you on the show because of your story. You got a super dope story. We've had countless conversations. Uh, not only are we friends, but I'm your I'm your barber as well. And uh, we've had some dope conversations over the years of, of your background, where you come from, where you're at today. I mean, you're in a phenomenal space right now. And I want to motivate some people that, that might be in a dark place that, you know, have a dream. Uh, maybe their dream is not coming true. Uh, believing in their dream and staying at it. Like you are a self-made, self-paid entrepreneur, man. Like you're doing big, big, big things. Tell me a little bit about you, where you were born and raised. All right. Um, I, I grew up in central Ohio in a town called Newark. Uh, a lot of people think of Newark, New Jersey, but Newark, Ohio. Oh, wow. Uh, east of Columbus. Cool. Um, my mom, single mom. I have a half brother, half sister. We all have different dads. Um, their dads really didn't come around or nothing. My dad came around a little bit, but I didn't meet him till I was probably uh, fourth grade, something like that. So my mom raised us, um, worked hard, had to leave early, you know what I mean? So I would have to get up, take myself to school, you know, walk to school. I'd normally be like one of the first kids to school because I didn't want to just chill at the house right. by myself, you know what I'm saying? Right. That wasn't fun. So I'd be like, let me go crack on some kids at school or whatever, <laughs> you know, talk some smack, have some fun. Right. Um, so, yeah, man. So I grew up in Ohio. Um, I was an athlete growing up, playing sports, um, having fun. Um, and then after high school, um, my mom got a job offer to uh, move to California. Oh, so, cool. yeah, man, I had to kind of make a decision what I wanted to do. And Ohio so you was, were playing baseball at this time, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, I played football, baseball, basketball. Um, oh, wow. Yes, sir. And uh, I was playing sports. And uh, I had to kind of make a decision, but I had hurt my arm. And kind of baseball wasn't really in the in the, in the the picture anymore, so I had to kind of make a decision. Um, and I knew if I stayed in my hometown, I probably would end up in some trouble, man. How is New York, Ohio growing up? What North, kind of town is it? It's very working class, man. Ohio's very working class, blue collar, man. Um, pe people work hard, but then they party, man. A lot of drugs. Um, Ohio's known for, uh, it's one of the most populated pill places in the world. Um, oh, wow. Big time, yeah. A lot of, lot of, a lot of heroin. Yeah, just a lot addicts. of drugs. Pe people don't know what to do. There's not a lot to do after they get off work, so they want to change their headspace. And unfortunately, they do it with, you know, different vices whatever that may be so so you saw california as a as your way out your ticket uh, like, yeah man. get out of here correct i, I didn't want to be like al bundy from married with children um, <laughs> some of you've never seen that show but i don't want to be like the old dude in my hometown we're like man i remember you used to be a player i remember right. used to be you know used to have games you get girls off. yeah i'm just now like you the, got a big stomach yeah i'm working at the yeah, 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 yeah exactly 
<laughs> I, I was like, yo, I got I to gotta make something happen, man. So what part of Cali did you end up in? So I moved. My mom took a job offer at, from a newspaper in um, Eureka, California, which if, if you look at that on the map, man, it's literally more north than Ohio. So I was about six hours north of San Francisco, about two hours south of Oregon. So wow. there's actually a Netflix documentary on it called Murder Mountain. It's interesting. Murder Mountain. I saw that yeah, one. Check, so, check so that, that out. So that's what, that's what it's based on. Well, yeah, I, that, I lived out there. A lot of hippies out there. Correct. Wow. So Big what time. so you you go to Eureka, like what was your first thought going over there? Like Um for me, I swear to God, the first thing I said, I said, "Yo, does it snow there?" And <laughs> they said, "No, nah, it doesn't stick cuz I'm in the by the ocean." I said, "I'm in there." Wow. Cuz going to Ohio, man, like moving around in the snow and stuff, I didn't like that. You didn't like no, that. That's why I like play basketball, I stayed in the gym in wintertime cuz it felt like summer, I was sweating with tank tops. Right, and the cool like, thing about Cali is like you can be at the beach and drive up four hours and be in the snow in the same damn day. One hundred, and that, I mean? it, that it's beautiful, man. Literally, California has every possible thing that you could want. Like, if if you want scenery or if you know trees, if you want beautiful rivers, if right. you want to swim, you know what I'm saying, fishing, whatever. So here so. you are. They move you from from the Midwest, <laughs> yeah, over here to paradise. Correct. Uh, you're young. Yeah, uh, what, I was 19, 18, What 19. are you doing at this time? So I was just a little kind of knucklehead, didn't know nobody, literally not one person, my sister and my mom. So my mom got a job at the newspaper, so I worked there. I, I answered telephones, and when people didn't get their newspaper, they yelled at me, wow. like, yo, I didn't get my paper. <laughs> um, and then I would send someone out to take them the paper back out, whatever. So you're dealing with their crap all day. Correct. Long. And I'm the type of person, you know me well, so I was sitting there, man, and I'd be seeing people, you know, taking the calls, and in between calls, they'd be reading a magazine. This is kind of before cell phones were popping and right. stuff but i went to my boss not even on like no brown nose or stuff but i was like yo you like can i help you like do data entry like can i do something to fill the in between the calls like right. i'm not trying to read people so you've always been that self-driven work yeah. addict type of yes in persons at a young age yeah so he kind of was like okay so then he, he tried me and you know i did i did my thing so next thing you know i was 19 and i was the head of that department within about a year of working at that paper and i think that's so dope though like even that mm -hmm. that age that you you know that you had that installed in you man there's so mm -hmm. many people right now man that could be utilizing their time doing something different you know what i mean like they they want position they say they want a position or they say they want to move up in in whatever workspace they're in but they do nothing with a little bit of downtime that they do have they they're, they're quick to pick up the cell phone they're quick to you know check their social media or whatever like that yeah um and even back then let's say you know okay maybe there wasn't uh any 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 social media around back then but like you said they were picking up magazines and doing other things other than uh, what they wanted to do and actually people want to make more money at the end of the day but right. they don't take those initial steps so here you are you're like hey I need to get going and doing something you you move up and become the head of that department yep head of that department um, and at this point I, I um, you know I really like I said I don't know anyone so I'm kind of like I'm going to the gym and at this point I just joined like a regular gym it was kind of like I would say equivalent of like maybe a LA fitness here it was called Health Sport right. shout out Health Sport and um so I'm going there just doing my thing. Don't really exactly know what I'm doing. I just, but I've been an athlete my whole life. So just the basic stuff that they always made us do in football, basketball, baseball, just kind of no set plan, you know, whatever. Right. And um, a lady from the gym, she turned out to be the owner of that place. Her name's Susan Jansen. She kind of came up to me and I was a little bit cocky. I'm not going to lie. I thought she was like hitting on me or something like cougar or something. Because <laughs> she was like, you know, I see something in you, this and that. And, and you're like, yeah, all right. I, I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But it turned out that she she was being real, man. She really did see something about me. She said that uh, she felt that when she watched me in the gym, because she had an office that overlooked the gym, like clear. She was like, I see how you move around. People like you. You have a certain charisma to you. Um, I like it. And uh, you should look at training. 
I kind of was like, all right, it's weird, whatever. I was still doing my thing, making money. And it got to a point where the newspaper thing was cool, but every day when I went, people were mad at me. And I had to overcome those things, you know, which is cool. It made me a better person. Now, when you say the people were mad, it was the employees or the people calling about the newspaper? Well, eventually it got to be both because the newspaper, right? But then the way I moved up in the game, they my mom being there, oh, of course, you know. Yeah. They're, yeah, thinking, yeah. they're thinking, oh, oh he's getting promoted mom or whatever, yeah. but it was really you're out working them. Absolutely, not taking no days off, no smoke breaks, you know what I mean? Right. Nothing like that, just working. Right, and I but, think that's important right there, man. People, hey, people need to understand that. Exactly. You know what I mean? How important it is to out. But the, not just that, like the people not realizing why you're moving up. They're not even seeing you outwork them. They just think you're just coming and showing up to work and you got it because of your mom exactly. or whatever. So that kind of like made you a little unhappy. Yep, it just it helped motivate me even more. And then, so eventually, but I got to a point where, like you said, the job was getting me unhappy. It just made me like regret. Like I, I stopped not looking forward to going to work. Mm. Even though it was a good check, um, I was making, had benefits, good, good pay. But this lady was like, look, man, I really want to mentor you in personal training. I want to help you study for the exam. Um, and I, I want to kind of take you under my wing. Just think about it. I was like, all right. So now the exam is for personal training? Correct. So in personal training, there's all kinds of, of exams. And like a lot of things, like in barbering, whatever, you could be different, a Redken stylist, or you can have these different umbrellas under you. Right. And in my field, there's, there's you know, two i would say five really top top ones and i have two of those right. um and they're ones that you could go anywhere in the world and people recognize those That's and then there's a lot that are just whatever you know so right. she was like look i'm gonna help prepare you for this and you'll be able to take this anywhere in the world with you and even if you don't train and don't like it you'll learn about your body and know more about your own work so you're in your 20s at this time 20 i'm about 20 21 wow yeah and now we inked up the way you are uh now i was starting to you're yes starting sir to. you're I pretty inked to. up man i was pretty inked up and i you know when i was working i was wearing um tank tops and stuff right. like that so i said to her you know this won't be a problem and she said no honestly i feel like it's part of your gives you a unique look i mean i remember the first time i met you i first of all i didn't you know the people listening that can't see you right now um, you know, I thought you were some Spanish uh, guy from Gangland or something like. You were just like you were just all tatted up, and right. I remember meeting you and chopping it up with you. And I'm like, this guy's not Spanish. He's not from Gangland or whatever. Like, right. like just you know, you got that whole Cali swag, and uh, getting to know you or whatever. But you have a distinctive look. You know what I mean? So that can either go really good or really bad. And in your right. favor, you made it go really good. Absolutely. And so I did well. Th thank you, by the way. And in California, and um. It, people treated me really well there, but back to like what we were talking about before, California is very liberal. I mean, they're very accepting of everyone. Right. Very, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I fit in and I am too. Right. You know what I mean? I love everybody. I don't judge people. I like I like people that like to stand out and be different. Right. You know, I'm never like hating on people or someone's trying to act a certain way unless they're, you know, a problem. Correct. Yeah, exactly. If they're acting the, the wrong, the donkeys, then I'm going to stand up for what's right. But at the end of the day, you know, people were very accepting of me, so... So it was she cool. took a liking to you. She took a liking to your look and everything. Yeah. And, and then you go ahead and, and, and you take her up on that offer. Yes, sir. And so coming from where I came from, I had a good customer service background, right? Like a solid from just dealing with people, overcoming people yelling at me and kind of smoothing it out. Right. So that helped. And uh, yeah, man. And then I, I just hit the ground running, man. So it helped too because I was training at that gym working out. So when I put the shirt on, people were kind of like, you know, it'd be like if I come in to Booms all the time, get my hair cut, and all of a sudden I'm cutting. Right. Even the the people that see me, get, they're like, okay, so that's cutting. Right. So it, it helped. You're in great shape. Thank you. Um, so here you go, uh, uh, a mm -hmm. kid from the Midwest mm -hmm. moves to Cali. Now you're on the West Coast. You start picking up this Cali swag. You start 
interacting and, and, and meeting different people. You meet this lady and she motivates and pushes you to get certified to be a real personal trainer. Talk to me about this DVD because you had a DVD mm -hmm. like you on some Richard Simmons type, yeah, ish, like way yeah, before, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you hey. were on, you had your own DVD, like, <laughs> and this is before a lot of people don't even know what a DVD is. Yeah, they don't even know what a DVD yeah, is. People for, for, for all the young <laughs> listeners and viewers, a DVD is a disc that you put in something <laughs> called a DVD player. I know you might guys might know what that is, but yeah. uh, very vintage. But uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you have your DVD. This is before. Facebook. This is before Instagram. Yeah. This is before MySpace. I think MySpace was just got popping, but I was weird about it because, I, I, you know me, I'm old school. So I was right. like, man, I'm more on everyone knowing my business. Right, right. I'm telling people where I'm at. Right. So <laughs> what motivated you to do a DVD? Like, what idea popped in your head? Like, um, I said, I need a DVD. All right. So this lady, so um, back just a teeny bit. So to precursor this, but so this lady was like, so when you're a trainer, every two years I have to go to places and continue my education. Just like these guys that come and learn from you and these platform artists is right. dope. And I'm big on that, man. And a lot of people, they cut and then they just cut and they don't ever go learn. So every two years I go and I learn from the best in the game. Actually, you and I were in Orlando together one time. Yeah. I was across the street. With two different them. conventions yeah. going on right. at the same time. And so when I go and learn from the best, just like I did in high school, I steal from people that are smarter than me, right? Right, absolutely. And, and then I apply it. So I'm like, dang, these dudes are doing the same thing as me. So I must be doing, you know, a pretty good job. So, so with that being said, like it's important to me to maintain those certifications and and stay at the top of my craft and continue learning. So when I would do that, my owner Susan Jensen from Hellsport was like, "You should be up there." And I'm like, "Man, you know, I feel like when I go there, man, like I feel like I could do it. Like they're saying the same stuff as me, and I'm presenting. You know, she was like, "I'm telling you, man, you have a dope." package that you're like these classes you're doing so that was the goal and so she kind of mo started motivating me then and then life for me kind of took a little turn in california i've been there for 10 years and my days were very groundhog's day because i retain my clients because i do a good job just like you right. so when people i love how you cut my hair i'm coming back so most of my clients i train every i mean literally man every day which was a blessing don't get me wrong but i was ready for something new so I went to this lady and I said, Susan, and I had gotten some weird signs. Like my mom was sending me some Bible verses and I got a couple, I think a couple of divine interventions in the universe. Things sent me a couple messages. It's like, go for it. Yeah. Show time. Do and it. just, yo, what, tighten up. What are you doing, man? Right. You know, your family's not here anymore. So, because right. my mom had moved away. So I was in where California, she, she Florida. Florida. Oh, she came that, to Florida. That's why I came here. Mm. So. Okay. So now you got the DVD. Yep. What are you letting those DVDs go for? So, what were you selling them? <laughs> we were selling them. We were selling them for like nineteen ninety nine. Nineteen, and this, and this is back in the day. Back so, in the day, and, and I got a percentage of those. I signed my little contract, you right? Know what I'm and give you me my percent. You pop on these DVDs, which mm -hmm. is probably still available out there. You can probably <laughs> yeah. pull you up on YouTube or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for sure, we pulled up right now. YouTube, right. for sure. So, so strong, stable, rip with Seth Hayes. Strong, what, what is it? Strong. Stable and rip with Seth Hayes because I was trying to give you a bargain for Strong, one D. Stable and rip with yeah. Seth Hayes. It's actually three workouts, oh, three different ones. Oh man, on go, one DVD. Go check that out, guys, on YouTube. You see <laughs> yeah, my man Seth please. in action, man. So that's dope. So you get the DVD, you get that popping. Now here you are in a great place in a great space, and and you're doing great financially. You know what I mean? You're out there in Cali, living the dream. So is, was your mother moving to Florida your main motivation, and why did you move to Florida? Did you move solely just because uh, you wanted to be closer to her? Or, yeah, or so um, you know how I am, man. I work, man. I work a lot. And a lot so, of people don't know you're crazy about your mom. Crazy about my mom, man. Like, and um, uh, so she had moved out, and I hadn't, I hadn't 
uh, she had lived in Florida for about five years and I still live in Cali. Mm. And so in that five years, I had only visited her a couple of times. Right. And so, you know, I started to be like, yo, man, I need to get closer. But you family. didn't need to, though. Like, you could have just no. made your whole life over there. Absolutely. You I was working, killing Doing your thing at the gym. Absolutely. You didn't need to. But mm -hmm. being the type of person that you are and you're always trying to strive for more and be yep. better and keep growing. Mm -hmm. And so you saw Florida moving to Florida as an opportunity. Absolutely. My mom made a lot of sacrifice for me growing up. And, you know, she was like, you know, I just miss being around you. I miss chopping up with you. I miss watching you play sports, like playing basketball or playing softball, baseball. And so, you know, just, you know, I was like, you know, I miss her. I miss being out there. So, and like we talked about, I was ready for a change. So I was like, I'm ready to move to Florida and see am I actually this dope. Or did people in California just like, like accept me? Right. You know what I mean? I was like, I'm going to start all so the way over. you're ready for a new challenge at this point. Yeah. And that's the type of person you are. I've always known you to, yeah. you can't stay still. Mm -mm. I, I swear, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm you got ants going. in your pants. You're yeah. always on the move. You're yeah. always going. You're always hustling. You're always doing something. Like, you're the hardest working person at your gym. You know what I mean? That that from what I've seen. And, and yeah. no, and not to knock anybody else, but no, no. you're the type of person that if somebody does 10, you want to do 12 just to, just to you know. Keep, 100. 14, uh, probably. Right. So, here you are, you say, Mom, I'm coming to Florida. Yep. So you move over here not knowing anyone. Nobody. Starting up at ground zero. Yeah. You don't even know what gyms are popping. You don't know nothing. So no. you get a job ultimately at a gym. Correct. Again. Yep. So before I came out here, I, I had my DVDs on point, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because I was like, yo, I'm coming with these. Right. That's like going to be part of my resume. Right. And so I had sent stuff around to all the local gyms here. Uh, but they, it, it was funny, man. Coming here, um, California is definitely ahead of the ahead of the game, right? right? You've been out there, so people were here were a little bit behind, um, and it was funny. Every gym I went to wanted me to sell. They're like, "Oh man, we need sales guys," because that's back then. That's what that was popping back. Yeah, then. and that's they didn't really, have the whole CrossFit thing. No, nah, wasn't really big over there. No, nah, most know, gyms over here, you know what yep, I mean? They, the was, sales guys are the right. Yep, and exactly. even the personal trainers wasn't you know not not not, not as big not as, as big as, as they are now correct obviously. yeah so you get into a gym what was the first gym you worked at uh here it was called the omni club okay the omni club okay. which was a blessing um that club when i moved here to florida was kind of like the the that was the two go-to spot and I've been, I've been a member uh of the omni uh ever since it was the omni obviously yeah. and then it obviously uh a new, changed new, a new it, owner yeah. came and changed it to around the clock fitness still a member there um mm -hmm. you know and so you start working there. Yeah. So what do you what what do you do there? Like, uh, what was your first day like? <laughs> first day, um, they made me shadow, you know, the trainers and like, oh, you gotta watch how oh, we man, do it that here. Sucks. <laughs> and you know, <laughs> for it's you, funny. I know that sucked. Well, because at this point, I'm ten years in the game. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I'm watching. I'm shadowing. It'd be like, yo, booms coming to this this shop and look at this kid cutting hair for two years. Yeah. You're like, all right. You know, right. and I'm seeing all the stuff he's doing bad. Right. And I'm kind of like, but just like I know how you would be, I'm like, I see exactly how I'm going to make. So right. I'm shadowing these guys, seeing all the stuff they're missing. You're looking for your leeway right now. You're, look, you're looking through your I'm, avenue. Oh, yeah. I'm, you're I'm, already I'm setting weaving. down your path. I'm setting my path. Right. I see the, the stuff that people aren't doing. I'm seeing what everyone's kind of doing and what the wave is. And I'm like, all right, I'm, I'm ready to strike. So what really made me hot, man, was I went to the sales guys and they said, hey, you need to put your schedule out. And you need to highlight the times that you're available in the day. Said no sweat. So the the schedule was 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. was your availability. I highlighted the whole joint. Right. <laughs> I took it back, and they they came back laughing. He said, "Dude, what are you doing, man? You messed this up." I said, "Well, how to so? He said, "You said you were available from 5 to 10." I said, "I am, bro. I get it. I'm a hustler. I'll be here anytime. You tell me I don't got no clients. You tell right. me they want to be at five. Someone tells me they want to come at 9 p.m. I'm here. I'm gonna blow them up." And the dude, he just got a big smile on his face. He just went back, and then next thing you know, boom, all the sales dudes were like, yo, this dude is hungry. Like, give him the dude. Right. 
because the sales guys offer a free workout and it's like offering me to cook you a meal. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get that palate going for so you. So you see, it as an opportunity, hundred percent. While other trainers look at it like, oh, come on, man, a hassle or something. If I like walked that. into barbershop right now and said, "Yo, could you give me a? I need a dope bald fade." Right. Come on, man. You'd be like, "I got you." I'm like, "For real? You got me?" You're like, "I got you." Right. Come on, man. These workouts. I was like, "I'm, I'm." So you're I'm, hungry. Yeah. You're hungry right now. You're looking yeah. at everything that they're doing wrong. You seen some all type of all laziness. You seen that oh, all type goodness. of antics. Dudes leaning on the machine, shaking their shaker, not even paying no attention to the client, and you're checking on, their phone. And you're on this whole discipline, structure oh, program, like, let's, yeah. let's go, let's get it. Easy. So you start training there, you start uh, picking up clients now. They yep. start looking good for you. Absolutely. And you got, like, you tapped into, like, a whole uh, exclusive type of clientele. Like, mm -hmm. like the, the, the real uh, shot callers and, and money makers were going to you. They were picking you at that, at that time. What made them be attracted to you whether it was, it was your work ethic um i think a little bit of that um i think it's like what you talked about before um how you carry yourself right. um also too you know if i go to the barbershop and i see you're always busy man every time every time every time so there's something to be said about that so that helped me um but really just just giving these people my all man and um the once it started rolling for me it really started rolling so so how many years did you work at the omni um, I worked at the Omni for about four, almost five. Four or four. five years, and then here we go again. Here goes yeah. another five years. And this is something <laughs> I always talk about, people. Make sure that you are constantly developing every single five years. Every five years, make sure that you're in a better place, in a better space, mentally, physically, my, uh, financially. And here you are, five years prior, you were in Cali. Yep. Here we go, another five years. You're saying it, it, it's almost that five-year mark. It's time for me to do something different. Yep. And you decide that you want to open up your own gym. Yep. And how'd that go? So that is a great question. I um, so like always with training, like you'll you'll get a few people that reach out to you to do some in-home stuff. Right. And so I had a lady reach out to me, real sweet lady, good friend of my business partner to this day, um, reach out and say, hey, I would like to do some in-home training. And I was like, man, that's gonna be hard for me. I'm real real busy, but see what I can do. Um, and then a friend of a friend was like, yo, you really need to train this lady. She's a good person. You know, this could be your ticket out of here. Right. And I that always hit, like, I was like, what do you mean by that? He's like, just trust me, man. This could be, like, a good per person for you to help help make change change the game for you. And I was like, all right. right. So start training this lady. Um, and, you know, she respected my work ethic, saw kind of what I was doing, and just kind of said, you know, how come you don't have a gym? You, you, you got this, you know, really good following. You got great work ethic. You know, you know a lot of people that would, you know, potentially follow you. So at this point, you went it went from uh, – uh a potential client that you didn't know if you could squeeze in. Correct. You, you meet her, you start accommodating her schedule. Yep. And now you start building a relationship with her. Correct. You start building a, a relationship with the family. You start uh, working around and yep. and all that good stuff. And now you she gets to know you as a person. Correct. Now, any anyone that uh, knows you knows you're a stand-up dude. You know what I mean? And anybody that knows people people don't believe in people that aren't stand-up people people don't believe in in lazy people so if she saw something in you to say hey why don't you have your own gym so what happens at that point um so we we started talking and i said listen i because I, I, um at that point i was considering it and then it was weird um you know again like you said like just certain things started happening in the universe the other gym you know like anything i, I was asking for a little higher percentage typically when you work at a gym 
the gym takes what's built and then they give the trainer say 20%, 30%, 40%. Yeah. So I had worked hard for them. It was just, you know, asking for like, hey guys, I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. you you guys give me short end of the stick already. I'm over here busting my hump. I want want a little bit more. A lot of people afraid to ask for raises. They don't feel like they're worth what they're asking or they're, they don't know their worth. Well, and, period. And, so they don't even ask. And sometimes, booms. Not everyone is right. Like, right. not everyone is the LeBron James on the team. Like, you have role players, but then you have you have some dudes that you got to right. you got to give these bonuses to, or you got to. So at, at any point, I get it. Now, being an entrepreneur, owning the business, and understanding you got bills. Everyone's got bills. They got bills. But we just we couldn't agree anymore. So I felt like you know what? This, this is my time. This is my time. This is this is God showing me again. Like you're you're worth more. Right. And you, you got to command that. And if they're not going to give it to you, it was weird. I didn't want to leave the Omni, but I felt pushed out. So I left. I go to this lady. I said, I'm out. And they were like, whoa. You know, we were supposed to do this. Like, you know, we should have did this a little smarter. But you know me. I'm a little bit. Right. Because uh, I remember I remember you. There was a period that you when you told me uh, that you were going to open up your own gym. Yeah. There was a period when you left the gym that you were working at where you weren't working at any gym. You were doing strictly House calls. Yes, sir. Like you going from home to home, training people. 100%. That's hard on his own. Like, it, was that a scary moment for you? How did you feel at that moment? Like, <laughs> damn, like, what did I do? A little bit. One, absolutely, boom. Because for me, I'm very on-time person. Um, and when I had to drive to people's houses and traffic and all this other, all these moving parts and I'd end up being late, it would give me anxiety. And, you know, these people are paying me money to train them from this time. And then if I got another appointment, as you know, you start getting backed up, starts messing up your whole day. So I didn't really like that, but it made me appreciate and just kind of grind a little harder. Like I'm going to make this gym pop because I see what this is like. So you acquire a space, which is a super dope. um, It was a, if I was to describe it, it was like a private, um, warehouse type of space where yeah. you made like real chic, like like you know you had <laughs> like like a shower in the yeah. bathroom, like you made some you did some crazy stuff there. Man. Oh yeah, like, oh yeah, that, that small gym. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember going to one of your guys' parties there, elaborate party. You had like people blowing uh, <laughs> fire out their mouths, yes yeah, sir, spitting fire or whatever, and and hanging from from silk and and things of that nature. You open up the gym. Um, and you start doing really well. Yeah, you started taking off. Like this thing really started becoming the buzz of the town. I remember hearing people about it say, "No, I come over here." You know what I mean? I train with Seth, and your name started buzzing. So when someone like me, that's you know from Fort Myers, has been here my whole life, and when I start hearing your name from other people, and I'm like, "Oh, holy crap! That's the dude that I cut. You know, I cut his hair. You know what I mean? That was a, that was a cool feeling." On my end, you know what I mean? Like, this dude is super dope. You know, he's super cool. You had a cool vibe about you. You're a go-getter. You're a hustler. You're out there getting it. I, I, you know, very rare and seldom do I meet people like myself. And when I look at you, I'm like, you know, you, you motivate me because I'm always on the go too. So I start hearing your name. You start popping, and your gym just starts blowing up after that. Like, like you, 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 you overcame the fear. You overcame... Um, you know all the humps and obstacles, and obviously it was a challenge to to open up that gym. Yeah, and uh, here you are, and you are attracting all the elite people here in Lee County. Yeah, how did that feel at that point? Like, was that a sense of accomplishment? Like, I did it, or were you, or, or or not yet? Not yet, man. Not yet. Um, I'm very proud, and um, every day I feel blessed for sure, 100. percent But uh, yeah, I haven't had, like it still feels like just regular to me, man. Right. I'm, it, but v- very blessed and happy to be in the space that I'm in. So, how many members did you start with at the at the small gym? How many members? Did, were, oh did man! You have? So at the small gym, it's hard to even say because the small gym, I did this thing where it was two thousand square feet. 
it was like I I didn't even have a sign outside. I wanted it to be like invite only. I wanted it to be like some stuff you'd see like in Beverly Hills or, you know what I mean, where you you, you had like no people to get right, in there. Right. And it helped. It, it helped pop because Fort Myers needed something like that. Right. And so people would be like, "What do you mean I can't get an appointment with him?" You know. And you were right next to uh, I remember it was a Christian radio station. Yeah, that and you were, and you used to love bumping uh, your music yeah. and making, and they were like giving you problems. That was a problem. Yeah. That was a problem. That was a problem. One hundred percent. Partly one of the reasons too, which no, not taking a shot at them, but it was in a commercial space, so we had right. every right to make the noise. Right. They just were unhappy because they had quiet neighbors for all those years. So right. We came in. I mean, and here you are bumping. Oh music man, dropping weights. And, yeah, it was, <laughs> yeah, it was. It got. We got a couple. A so, couple bad. So, so is it safe to say that you had about fifty to hundred members? Yeah, I would say, and about, and they were private. That. It was appointment only. Appointment only. And then I would do a boot camp like once a week or something. And like. you had a couple of trainers working there with you. Yep, I had I had uh, my girlfriend uh, Nicole, and then I had uh, my boy uh, Saad Enrique was there with us. Right. So and Saad's been with you for a while. Long time, man. And Nicole, shout out to Nicole. Shout I mean, Nicole. that that's a challenge on itself. Yeah. Working with your girlfriend every yeah. single day. Yeah. And then you got to go home and yeah. see her, and then you know she's super dope, super yeah. cool person, man. She's super driven. She kicked my ass one day working out. I yeah. never went back. She's you know what what you mean? Come back I'm, I'm traumatized. <laughs> I'm never gonna work out well again. <laughs> she she was pushing me like I was an NFL, uh, uh, you know, yeah, player or somebody. Yeah, yeah she she kicked my butt, man. Yeah. So shout out to Nicole. But yeah, that you know you built uh you you on some Jay Z Beyonce type thing. You start building with your girl. And yep. You built your team around you. Exactly. And so w- like at, you said, it started getting to a point right. where we needed to expand. Right. So, so I, we had to so, make that decision. So here you are. What was it? One year, two years in? I think it was about one year. One year. One in. year in. Two thousand square feet. And you moved into a what? Um, nine thousand square feet. Nine thousand. You went from working hmm. f- for someone, correct, to working for yourself. Yes. Going from two thousand square feet in, in in little under a year, and going into a nine thousand square feet unit. Yep. Wow. Yes, sir. And how how did that feel at that moment? Because now you still at fifty to hundred. Then it, then it felt like all right. Now I'm doing something. You know, because the little one was dope. And right. it, but it you know it, it was like all right. This is manageable you know right but then that the second spot i was like all right now this is now you're challenging yourself again 100 percent. here it goes 100%. now it's, it's 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 under the five year now yeah. it's one year i'm ready to expand this is a big loan now and, with my investors like right. I, gotta, I gotta show up and work every right day. and you met pressure some, you met some investors correct like, here you go from ohio to cali from cali to florida you connect with the right people you built the right type of relationships with the type of people being who you are a mm-hmm. uh, self-driven individual and you meet these people and they say we want to invest with you we correct. believe in you well you and i here are saying a lot it's like game recognizes game right right so hard work recognizes hard work and so when you go to the gym and these people would see me training all different types of days, like we were talking about early. You know, typically gym people, we start early. and So we have to train people, the workers, right? right. So the people that get up early, we got to train them. And then we got to train the after work crew. Right. And then I've just been blessed to always have like some housewives in the middle and right. some, you know, some movers and shakers that can come, that own right. businesses. Todd 2K. Right. You know, people Shout that out come to Todd 2K. That's the insider right there. Yeah. Shout out to Todd 2K. But you, you know what I'm saying. So. Right. So so here you are. You move into this nine thousand massive, big time nine thousand square feet massive building. Had to buy huge. all this equipment, much more debt. You right. know, got back. You know, and you're and you're ready to take it on. I'm ready. Let's At go. At what point did you feel scared? Like, damn, what did I get myself into? Um, I mean, because two thousand and nine thousand. That was it. I mean, all right. So not getting too off topic, but I had a business partner at that point, dope dude that ended up changing, flipping on me a little bit. He was one of the first Nike CrossFit Games athletes, but. He decided that he wanted to do his own thing. So 
that kind of hurt a little bit like just at that point at that point i mean we right. were brand new and then uh, now i got this dude leaving so that just meant but you know for me it just meant all right i gotta dig in a little more right so so with that being said i really had to step my game up and just now go looking, extra looking back at it now where you're mm -hmm. at today are you happy that he cut he, he, you know he sometimes i wish all the best for that guy man i mean he's he, he's still my buddy my boy to this day but um sometimes it, on you, the financial aspect not as him as a person we know he's yeah, a cool person yeah yeah sometimes you know you, you it's better you, the team moves different like you know, you you have a different chemistry with different people, right. and sometimes eliminating certain chemistries is the best thing overall. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Everybody's not uh, everybody's cup of tea. Hundred percent. And, and he's doing really great right now. Shout out to him. Yep. Yep. And uh, and whatnot. Now here you are, nine thousand square feet. Yep. You go from fifty to a hundred clients. Now, what where are you at right now? Like, the, oh, we're over. Um, so it, I, I got three hundred, over three hundred members that just wow. train in the classes. Wow. Yeah, Massive. and that's not counting like Massive. all the cl training clients. So Massive. We're at probably 100, 400, 500 members. Members, and this is a private yeah gym that's focused primarily on CrossFit. CrossFit boot camp and like high intensity training. So what I did, booms was. The average gym uh, wants to charge you, say, 10 to 20 bucks. They really don't want you to come. Um, they want you to pay the monthly, but not come in and use their equipment. They just, and then. Sleeping giants. They just want correct. you to just. And, but, that, but and that's not, what, and that's so, what I am. Not so much, right. It's not so much money that you're going to quit because you're like, man, I'll, I still go sometimes. Right. But you just give them that little, just, and it adds up, man. Right. Um, for me, I charge 130 a month. If mm. you're not using that, so this is the thing. I would break it down a lot of different ways. But if you use it, if you come 20 days out of the month, you're spending one or two dollars a day for your health. That's not a lot of money. That's not a lot. To have a coach tell you what to do and lead right. you through, and you don't got to. And it kind of motivates you, people. Like right. I'm paying more, so I'm gonna go ahead and use this gym it, because it's, I'm paying a lot more than and, the 24. And you have trainers and people doing this stuff with you, holding you accountable. Right. And and then that's the whole thing. And so if you're spending 130 a month, you're gonna use it, and then you're gonna look better. You're gonna feel better. You're gonna tell your friends. Your friends are gonna notice. So it's a no-brainer for me. And and that's the other thing is if someone's not using it, I don't want to. I don't want you know. I'm gonna call them and be like, hey, I, I haven't seen you in the gym. Right. I want to see you in here. And like, man, I hurt my back. You know, whatever. And we we address that. What's what's so cool about uh, you and and your gym? I mean, uh, you know, Iron DNA Fitness, man. It, it, it's it's crazy. Like your work ethic, man. Um, you, you're the boss in yep. there. Everybody yep. got to answer to you. Mm -hmm. Like even your investors, they still train with you. Oh, yeah. No one tells you what to do. You're the, like you're like you're the man. That's your gym, right? Yes, sir. Um, but you're the guy folding the towels. You're the guy doing the laundry. You're the guy sweeping. You're the guy mopping. You're the guy cleaning the toilets in the bathroom. Like you get down and dirty at your gym. Mm -hmm. You don't wait around for anybody to do it. No. You don't bitch and complain about it. You just get it done. Yeah. So like, what what's what's your drive behind that? Like, you got employees to do that. Mm -hmm. But yet you're still doing it. You're like me. The first thing I do when I walk in my barbershop is I pick up a, a mop bucket and I go straight to the bathroom just to make sure that that bathroom is clean right. for the ladies that go in there with their kids or whatnot. You know yep. what I mean? But that's just part of my work ethic. What drives you like? Yeah, 100% what you just said right there. And then I'm type person, boom. Like if, if you're on my team, whether it's in sports, whatever, like, uh, you know, Seth's coming ready. Like he's bringing 100%. Right. He's going to have the equipment. And that's how I am. So when I go into work, I want it to be good for all my employees, number one. Definitely the members that are spending a lot of money and supporting me. So that's number two. And then for me, it's just this is my personality, man. Like I like to be in clean environments. So I like stuff put back, you know, so it's in uh, like, you know, you put your clippers back in the right spots when you need right. that number one guard. 
you know, right where that joint is. Same with me. I just like like some control. You know, my gym's very chaotic at points, but then it needs to get back to. Right. I need to see. You know, if I need a few seconds to find a band, I want to have an idea. And you're the type of person that you don't that even. Is. You don't even like like like. If they don't want to do it, cool. I'll do it. Just I'll do because it. it's yours. It's mine. I'm no. gonna take pride in it. One hundred percent. And and I'll do it. And, and I you, think you got to lead by example, right? right? Like you said, if you come in looking the freshest at the shop, same as me. Right. Like we come in looking bummy. And you become fresh, man. Like you got a different pair of shoes <laughs> for every single day. Like yeah. there's only one other person that I know that has probably as many shoes. I mean, I got a lot of shoes. I got over 250 pairs, but you are like on a whole nother level. Yeah. Like you made, you had a closet customized yep. just for your your shoes. Yes, that was like insane when you yeah. showed me the before and after <laughs> picture of that closet. The closet's insane. You yes, guys, you guys gotta I got to do another one too. Actually, soon. You know, my man Danny, uh, success addict over there. In he's Jersey. doing he's, it for sure. He's he's definitely a shoe. He's junkie. major. He's I, major. I've seen his uh, closet, and it's like a. It's like half the basement in his house. It's yeah. like it's 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 insane. You know what yeah. I mean? But you go in there, you're fresh to death. You got a different shoe for every day. I don't even know when you repeated an, uh, a shoe. You know what I mean? We um, could go a couple months for sure. A couple months, a couple months yeah. for sure. No repeat. And you're out there working out. You're the freshest in there. You keep a fresh haircut. Like you have like the flyest stuff in that gym. Like you have Lululemon. Yep. Uh, you have like all crowd these, therapy. You, right. You, what talk about that real quick? Uh, crowd therapy machine. Um, Basically, That's a machine that you go in and you like freeze yeah, your balls off. Basically, exactly. Good, no pun intended. Right. Um, but yeah, you you go in there. It's like ice bath. So athletes have been using ice bath for since the beginning of time. Right. The thing about ice bath is is they want you to sit in there for ten minutes, which is hard. It's terrible. Right. It hurts. I'm a wimp when it comes to that. Like I'm not sitting in there for the ten minutes. Not him. So then you're not getting the full benefits of it. Number right. one, you get out, you're wet, soaking wet. Um, you got dry off, change your clothes, all that stuff. Cryotherapy is dry. So you get into a chamber. So if you come to my gym, you get in a chamber. That's some joint that Mayweather was doing, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. You come out, it takes three minutes. We, we, we put you down to some negative temperatures, like negative 240, but it never touches your skin. Your skin never feels cold. Wow. You feel cold. I would put an equivalent of like, if you and I were chilling in Alaska and I kicked you outside in your drawers. Right. You, like for the first minute, you'd be like, ha ha. Yeah. And then you'd be like, no, dog, let me in. <laughs> but by the end, you'd be like, you know, right. your body goes through a little fight or flight. And it's very, very interesting. Right. So it's super good for um, uh, osteoporosis. It was started from a, a Japanese doctor for my, uh, fibromyalgia, right. which is just something where it's terrible. I mean, people are in pain all the time. Right. Um, but athletes use it for recovery. Um, people use it for sleep, skin conditions. Um, it's it's amazing for just your skin. Uh, when you get out of there, you know, if like you jump in some cold water, you get out, you feel like a real endorphin rush. Right. It's like that. It's like a little bit of Cuban coffee. Like, you come out, you're hype. You know, <laughs> so you're ready to go. And then Look. the muscles, if you had some inflammation, will be a little bit better at least. So how much does that machine actually cost, like cryotherapy? So man? cryotherapy, depending on which one you get, it's anywhere from like say fifty to eighty thousand. Wow. Yeah. And you had to have that in your gym. Uh, we didn't have to have it, but I right. wanted, you know, I wanted to, I wanted to, you know, you differentiate that, myself. Absolutely. You want to be that one that's at the head of the game. Yes, you sir. know what I mean? You want to offer something that nobody else offers. Definitely. Are there anybody that, uh, anybody that uses the machine that's not a member at the gym? Or Definitely. Like, yeah, Actually, really? a lot, a lot. So yeah. people come in from outside and, a lot. And, and go and just do their little therapy and yep. How and much I, do you charge for that? For uh, that it depends. Um, it depends, but it's around forty dollars for three minutes. Forty dollars for three minutes. Yeah, but like you know, it'd be like almost like say a tanning place. Wow. We offer packages, so you know, like if you buy twenty, I'll give you a discount. Like <laughs> <laughs> forty dollars for th I'm in the wrong business. Yeah, forty dollars for three minutes. Yes, You're sucking it, man. Yeah. Sheesh. Mm -hmm. So then you got the the the, the food thing. You got, yep. you got you got prep meals there. Like you got a whole thing. Like and if, even if someone. 
uh, let's say wasn't sure about what to eat. Mm -hmm. uh, Nicole does uh, absolutely. Nicole, she's a nutritionist. Yeah, Nicole is a, a nutritionist. So there's a difference between a nutritionist and an RDA, a registered dietitian. Mm -hmm. She's not that, but a nutritionist, and so she could definitely program and dial you in. Like I could, you know, trainers were also, but we have a smaller window. Right. She's able to like sit down with someone and explain in much more detail right. on what to eat. So they say that. Um, most successful people get up before 5 a.m. What? Tell me, a, uh, what, what's the day of, of Seth Hayes, man? All right, so tomorrow morning, my alarm's going to hit off about 3.30. 3.30 in the morning, I'll get up. 3.30 a.m. Um, 3.30 a.m. No snooze. We no talked about snooze. that. Never. You could ask my girl. She would testify. Not Never. 3 a.m., you're up and at it. 3.30 a.m., no, no snooze. I get up, and like anybody, you know, that when the feet hit the floor, I'm like, damn, man. You know, right. I'm cussing myself a little bit. I walk out, um, get the coffee going, let the dogs out. If they get up with me, if not, you know, I, I like to sit in my room. I got like, you know, I'm a little bit of a hippie. I think those California, you know, I got like the salt Himalayan salt lamps right, and right. zero gravity chair and all right. that kind of stuff. And I like to go in my little room and Meditate. just vibe out. Yeah. I like to just be quiet for the first few minutes and just kind of think. Right. And I'll kind of visualize my day in my head. Um, and then I'm uh, like you, I like to, I like taking notes. I have some personalized note paper that my, my clients make me shout out, uh, Lulu's local, uh, little yeah, lady. Yeah, shout out to Lulu's, Yeah, They got the dopest soaps. Not Lululemon, but Lulu's, yeah, the, Lulu. the local yeah, store. Right. So she, she personalized real dope stuff. Soaps and, and candles. Yeah, and so she makes me cool these store. cool notepads with like my little sayings on them. And cool. so it's just cool, you know, and so I'll sit and I write out my day. And so I'll write out each person. So tomorrow I'll write out all 16 of my clients. Right. And, and based on what I did with them last time, or if I saw them yesterday, that would change, obviously, what we do today. Really? Yeah. So every day you customize something different. 100%. For each one of those people. Personalized, absolutely. Wow. Individual. So then, then you get up, you hit the gym. What time are you at the gym? Um, gym, first session, starts at 5.30. So one of my rules is is you got to be early, man. Like, when people come in, you train with me, you're going to see everything set up. I'm going to have your towel and your water already lined up for you. I'm going to have a board written out with your name on it and basically what we're doing. This is all at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah, so I get to the gym about 5. I make sure everything is dope. Like, you right. know, like, and my gym, we start classes at 5. So when I walk in, I get there about, you know, right at, on time. We start classes. And so I'm making sure that, number one, my staff is there. Everyone's on point. Right. I want to see the towels. I want to see the coolers on. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I wanna, your staff's already there when boom. you walk in. They're yeah. already training. They're already getting things yeah, going. We're getting things popping. You go in there. You start your session at 5.30. Yeah, I try to be kind of like what you do when you come into the barbershop. Right. You know what I mean? I want to look acknowledge people look them in the eye but you're not just a trainer you're a personal trainer 100%. so your clients that you have strictly work out with you correct you i have, teach i teach three classes at my gym a week that anybody could come to right but any other time you see me it's it's a it's an individual private you might see a group of six right but that's six friends that have like communicated and locked that time down and like they're like oh we want this time forever you know right. so so your, your, your day starts off at 5 30 you 5 start getting it in you start what time do you have lunch uh so tomorrow like today i went i did 5 30 6 30 7 38 39 30 10 30 11 30 so i did seven hours right in a row no break no i, break, I didn't no nothing. i didn't pee nothing boom nothing no, um <laughs> straight through right right and uh just just straight grinding right and then i go home eat i'll sit down for about hour and a half have a little chicken salad or something protein shake some almonds sports center kind of just catch up a little bit and then i rework that half of the day so i'll just take a look because my gym depending on what's going on the classes can look very different so say if i want to bench press with you and the gym 
CrossFit's benching. It's gonna be, I'm, you know, I might need to switch things. Right. Stuff like that. So just. So and then the, if anybody knows you, you're like once you're locked in with that person, you're locked in. You're not locked you're in. No dog. cell phone. No. You're not paying attention. No. Nope. Instagram. Like None you, of that. you. It's so easy to do that as a personal trainer, right? While you got somebody over there doing push up, pull up, uh, be out with that with your absolutely. phone. Absolutely. Or just spacing out, looking at girls right. in the gym and, and or you're whatever. Not. You're no. just focused strictly no. on that client. Then you no. catch up. You got to like you said at home. You get you got the hour and a half where you yep. catch up and check your phone. Yeah, re-energize, kind of you know. Then you go back to the gym. Back to the gym for another you know, depending three four hours, and go hard again. Go hard again. And then after the gym, what are you doing? You cleaning up? You organizing things? You you shutting it down? But you making sure that everything's up to par. One hundred percent. So before we leave, I have a lot of rules. Like you know, like just like the barbershop man. Right. You got certain like it needs to look a certain way when we come in in the morning. Right. Right. It just makes it easier for everyone. Everyone. So that number one. Uh, make sure um, you know do my schedule. I like everyone to write their schedule for the next day out, so I can kind of take a look at what the gym's gonna look like and when it's gonna be real busy, and kind of you know staff and make sure the towels and stuff like that accordingly. Right. Um, then I'll shoot home, uh, get some food, and then you know I got we got a um, dog. I have a dog that takes. Uh, she's a diabetic and she's blind and needs insulin, so I do that every single night. So I have to shoot home from work and do that. And Nicole, my girlfriend, does it in the morning. That's cool, man. Yeah. And, and it's crazy. I mean, if anybody's been to that gym, that gym is nothing like I've ever seen before. I've been to a lot of gyms all over the world. Yes. Um, I've, I've traveled, uh, you know, I've seen so much. And that gym is something beautiful. Like, you just walk in there, massive 9,000 square feet. And you have, like, a little lounge area, some yep. white leather couches. Yeah. Like, it's just it's, it's plush. I mean, that thing is, is, is super dope. Then you started doing these parties these yearly private parties mm -hmm. invite only which you know i could probably say i've uh, i've been uh, invited to every one of them so yes uh and each one of them is super elaborate super different super extravagant you had robots uh, <laughs> at one there you had transformers yeah. that you had, one was dope that one was crazy uh you had people walking on stills you had magicians you had i mean it, it's mm -hmm. like an adult you know fantasy land absolutely you know what i mean it's like las vegas type right stuff. you yeah. have the dj up there i don't yeah. even know where the hell you he was put on top of um like my squat cages or yeah, you made a whole dj thing off those squat cages yep. up there like yep, he was yep. up there on the top you had, you had to climb up there you had a stage you had a dance floor yeah you had lighting in there you turned it into a whole club you moved all the machines i yep. mean this looked like a massive club you had Security, you had valet parking, you had people out there in the tuxedo greeting people. Like, you went over and beyond. What made you like do these parties? Like, was that just like a hey, thank you to your clients type of thing? Well, uh, absolutely. And shout out to my investors, they're shout out big time. Um, they it was 100% their deal. Um, they, they just asked me, like, am I down? You know what I mean? And would I they would help you know facilitate it, everything. And right. obviously, it's my space, and would I be okay with right, you know, taking it there because it's like my house, you know, right. Like, and I say, yo, you and they know, know how you are. They know you very yeah, anal. Like, yeah. like your things a certain type of way. You 100%. got OCD, which means I'm the same way. I got OCD. Right. I like my things lined For up. For sure, man. And, and and anybody that's ever seen you at these parties know that you're partying, <laughs> but you're you're oh, you're man. you're itching just to shut it down. <laughs> like, sure. hey, I'm doing this, but I'm ready to put, I'm ready, put yeah. everything right and back. And I try, in I try to not be like <laughs> like you said, where it's so obvious, but yeah. you can tell. Yeah, like everyone's partying at my house. You know what I'm saying, and That's I can't really chill out too much. That's super dope. So, how many years have you been here now in Florida? I've been in Florida for ten. Ten years. A whole decade has passed. Yeah, man. 2020. So you came around 2010. A whole decade has passed. You've gone from being an employee to somebody with a vision, with a dream that moved over here with not knowing anyone. Correct. To opening up your very own 9,000 square feet. Uh, Jim, and you have done a phenomenal job, my friend. Thank uh, you. The people that you have around you, 
is a direct reflection of who you are and you are extraordinary my brother there's not too many people that i know like you give me three tips that you would give to anybody uh as an entrepreneur starting out you know maybe they're scared maybe they 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 don't believe in themselves maybe they don't believe in their dreams give me give them give them three tips before we close out um i would say uh, any entrepreneur like number one like you said you got to have a vision um and then you got to be ready to execute that vision by any means necessary so i work even now man i'm successful i work seven days a week and that that can't be any kind of compromise. So you have to be very, very, very consistent in what you do. Right. And you, you gotta um, believe in that. So um, for me, um, you know, they say it takes six to 10 years to be a master at anything or 10,000 hours. Right. And the way that you and I work, I accomplished that early, man. So um, with that being said, I think, you know, whatever it is that you're going for, you have to have fire and believe that you can do whatever it is that you're setting forth doing. And you got to go all in, man. You gotta so, so there you go. Those are the three keys. Have the vision, be consistent, and believe in that dream and believe in yourself, man. Yep. So, I would say consistent in the biggest capital words in anything. Yeah, definitely. Anything. Consistency is Working key. out, life, working Absolutely. hard, your diet. Anything. Consistency. You your your girl, like you know, <laughs> yeah, your relationships. Like you have to be consistent. And a lot of people put work uh, in problem in the in the and you know some people are so close to 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 their dreams and they're about to cross over and then you know they don't believe in themselves and it's getting a little hard and and then they stop being consistent and I think that's a major major uh, flaw and a lot of us you know what I mean as human beings is is consistency in the things that we do or don't do you know for what real. I mean. Uh, Seth, it's always a pleasure, my brother. Thank you for being on the show. Yeah. Uh, this is the Boombox, ladies and gentlemen. We want to motivate you. We want to inspire you um, with the stories that we have and the individuals. Um, you already know you can tune in at 94.9 The City FM and check us out on every major platform. You know what it is, man. It's the Boombox, baby. Boom! This program was brought to you by Elite DNA Therapy Services, a comprehensive approach. Visit them in Fort Myers and Cape Coral. Also by the Black Sheep Men's Parlor for the gentleman who enjoys being different.